0: yeah it's on yep there you go um welcome back to the show i'm chris mccarthy of course as always marcus Ferro here uh welcome to south coast tonight um marcus we have been talking about really the biggest story in the country right yeah um guys i, I was again we do a lot of off-air to conversations and planning for the show uh whether whether you can see it or not we, we really do um uh, DeSantis has succeeded in a way that nobody else has in quite a while, is that he got illegal immigration back on the front page, away from Fox News only. Primarily, Fox News has been covering it exclusively. MSNBC, CNN, the the national news stories, national news agencies, the big newspapers, they primarily stayed away from it. Um, But DeSantis was able to, and I noticed tonight, Marcus, that not only is this a big story here in America, um, they've actually uh, in London. This story made a lot of news um, today. They slipped the, the Queen a note saying, "Sorry, we're going to have to postpone your funeral. Um, we've got we've got fifty illegal aliens on the vineyard <laughs> now, That that bumps that's, you off that's the, the Yeah, that's
2: that's that's the more pressing matter now. That,
0: you're, you're gone, sweetheart. That bumps I, I,
2: you off the I news. saw I saw the uh, the King had a nice outfit today though. He's gonna have a lot of nice outfits after this, mm. right? Um, a lot of nice. Outfits. Being a seventy-two-year-old intern, and then finally getting it, <laughs> and finally getting your big break. <laughs> and you have to.
0: get... I was the, an intern here. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but you, your mom didn't have to die first, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> the bad news is your mom's dead. The good news is you're the king, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so my mom died, and all I got was her used car so anyway, <laughs> that's terrible the um so anyway so um but but desantis was successful in even doing something that that uh donald trump wasn't successful in doing which is to get illegal immigration on his on his uh um, he was able to. He was, he was able to deliver the
2: narrative that he wanted to deliver, yeah. whether or not it was true. He was able to do it, and the way the response, although isn't the necessarily the way that he said it is, he's able to frame it for people that are going to vote in the Republican primary. Like, oh, see, they kicked him off the island, right? I mean, they sent him to, uh, I think, a more comprehensive you know, a place where they can get more comprehensive services. But like, oh, see, they kicked them off the island. They found that one lady um that one lady who who gave them the sound bite that they needed too right you know ladies says, oh we're, we we can't do this we can't do that I, we we have no idea who that woman is right. whether or not she agrees with Ron DeSantis, right we don't know if she's a democrat republican
0: we don't know what she does for a living we don't know where she lives so but, but all of
2: a sudden they're like oh look see look what the look what the natives are doing any, in, on, on anybody, the vineyard right,
0: anybody they can find that they will, they'll be willing to talk on a news camera is now an authority. Yeah. Right? Uh, anyone who'll give a quote to the newspaper is an authority now, right? Yep. And uh, you and I are in this business, so we understand. We were trying to report on it as the news broke Friday night. Um, yeah. And, um, but the reality is, is a lot of fog of war here. Yes. Um, and look, one of the things I, I was telling you about off the air, and I think I mentioned it, I did mention it here on the air originally, when you look at the flight tracker, the original flight plans had the the plane going to yeah. the North Shore, to Bedford, to Hanscom Air Force Base, and it, and then it went to the vineyard. Uh, it didn't land here on the mainland. Well, uh, Bedford's in the
2: north uh, northern part of the state. It's a fairly wealthy, oh yeah, uh, uh, neighbor, uh, town yep.
0: uh, in the north, uh, not on the North Shore, but around there. And yeah. it's a military base, Hanscom yeah. Air Force Base. So uh, I would imagine going forward. If there are any planes that are going to be landing, they won't land on the vineyard. Yeah, um, they, they'll tell them to land at the, at the um, with with illegal aliens at Otis Air Force. At Space. Otis Air Force Base, right? Um, the thing is, Marcus. I sent you a picture earlier. I was looking on the news accounts or people uh, reporting from from the joint base. I did notice that the soldiers, the National Guard that was that was. Um, uh, called up for this duty. About 125 guys were called up. Kind of interesting, Mark. So I was in the military police here in the Mass National Guard. Very capable <laughs> unit. But that unit right now that I was in is actually in the Middle East. Oh, um, yeah? Yeah, because I know that Hank Turgeon's son, Nate, is in, is in that unit. He's in the Middle East right now. But I noticed, Mark, as I say in the picture, those soldiers have guns. Yeah. Um, that's pretty unique, actually. They've got pistols. Um, nobody knows yet who those <laughs> Venezuelans are. Not to say that they are a threat, but yeah. they haven't been screened yet. You just don't know yet. You don't know. So, those military police, Mass National Guard on the boat, on the base, have their weapons. By the way, stay on the line. We're going to get to you in just a minute at 508 996 So, I noticed that. I will tell you, in my, my experience uh, in the Massachusetts National Guard, you don't often draw weapons, okay, unless you're training. Um, occasionally, when we would be doing. Um, what's called garrison police work, um, not combat work. We were doing you know, regular police-type duty on the base, uh, guarding points of entry, things like that. We would draw a handgun. Uh, but generally speaking, unless we were doing qualifying or training, we would not have weapons. Um, so the fact that those National Guard soldiers down there have drawn handguns and are armed, law guys, um, is, uh, is I think unique and um, very interesting. Speaking of your uh, speaking of your service, by the way, yes, sir. Uh, someone called in
2: yesterday and said that um, they were upset that it was just me on that they wanted you on because you served like this caller, and that I don't have the heart to defend my country like you did or like he did.
0: <laughs> that, that, that's entirely every, every, look, <laughs> look. I appreciate that, but but I had dialysis yesterday. And second of all. Um, you go in the military when you're young, it's a decision you make when you're young. A lot of people look back and wish they'd made it, but it doesn't make a difference if you didn't go in. 508 500 Oh, I know, I just thought it was a, a funny thing to say. I like that comment, though. Good evening, you're live. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hey, you're on there.
3: I uh, I hate to be a uh, bearer of bad news, but um, it looks like there's aliens over uh, Ukraine. They're saying our Russian... Russian Air Forces, and I think I know why. All right. Because at Pope John Paul's funeral, aliens paid respects
0: at Vatican City. Someone rose into the sky. What are you doing uh, Monday at 10 (laughs) (laughs) a.m.? Give give us a call back Monday, 10 a.m. I'll see you later. Have a good one. Thanks thanks, Thanks thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Um, so
2: I don't we know Our surprise guest has arrived By the yep. way and, and he'll be here After the next commercial break And we're ta- still taking your calls At 508 996 I'll give you a hint He's wearing a sombrero He's not wearing He's not wearing a sombrero <laughs> <laughs> He speaks Spanish He does speak Spanish He does speak Spanish But he's not wearing a sombrero <laughs>
1: um,
2: Or oh, we could say he is This is an auditory format He's wearing He's wearing whatever we want him to wear <laughs> So, um, anyway, so 508 996 is how you can get on. We were talking about Ron DeSantis. Uh, we were talking about, um, you know, the the migrants and Martha's Vineyard. We've got our surprise guest coming up uh, in just a few minutes. But, um,
0: so, Chris. Yes. Are there more planes coming? I would say yes. I would say yes because DeSantis got his reaction. Um, he i would say that there's no way he can not be happy with the reaction he's gotten um he's got plenty of illegal aliens he doesn't want in his state or texas has them you know they've got them um he's making his point and i would say that now that massachusetts is ready to handle them um it makes it even more reasonable to do it because his point is massachusetts wants illegal aliens massachusetts Provides even driver's licenses um, to them. Not yet, and so the legislature has indicated, you know, they will. And but in other words, there's a there's a there's a climate here that doesn't exist in Florida. You know, I wonder
2: how much this stunt will will impact the vote on that. I think I think it would impact it positively for the people who want to uphold the law because I think and I think having Jeff Deal attached to this is. I think another positive for the people that want to uphold the law because he's, he's a uniquely awful candidate and and I think having, and he's one that got the signatures for it and he's going to get crushed in November. He got a, you know, you saw that Moore Healy has 52% in a poll. Uh, that came out. Yes. So I think having his name attached to it, I think is going to
0: be a, a, a definitely a positive. How do I agree with you and disagree with you? Because I agree with you on the deal angle. I don't think deal adds a thing to it. Um, I think that, I think he impacts it negatively. Yeah. His fingerprints are all, are are all over it. But I do think it's going to pass because um, I do think people are going to reject the, the the law. In other words, they're going to vote no on four um, because they. I think that most people are going to see this and listen to DeSantis' argument and say, hey, Massachusetts is rolling out the carpet for illegal aliens, we don't want them, you guys want them, you can have them. And so I do think that this is gonna have an impact on that ballot question. Um, but we'll see, the voters are finicky. It'll. Also, I, I do think that the ballot question, the proponents of illegal alien driver's licenses are gonna have the most money behind them. That I think will have an impact on the right. question, uh, but as well. I think
2: again, I still think attaching Deals awfulness to it uh, is going to, um, I think is going to. I think having him at the top of the ticket really helps every cause that the Democrats want. They want to elect more Healy, great. Jeff Deals the ticket to help him do that. They want to pass this uh, driver's license bill, great. Jeff Deals the top of the ticket to help him do that. He's been, he's, I mean, his his polling has been so. I've never seen a gu- gubernatorial polling this bad. Like in my lifetime. So last night, um, I, was, I think I think I was Jay Gonzalez about,
0: might do better than Jeff Deal, <laughs> which is incredible. The poor guy had to stand on a box to debate Charlie Baker, <laughs> right? I mean, you remember that? Um, I mean, it was really <laughs> it, the vigil was horrible. I felt bad for the guy. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I, nice guy. I talked. Um, I talked to him too. And, um, but the, um, I don't know if voters, how much, they're going to even associate Deal. With the ballot question, because Deal has no way to even get the juice going to say I'm part of the elite. You know, I don't think Deal can't even discuss issues. And I don't think Maura Healy is going to come out in favor of illegal alien well, drivers. You know, it's actually, you know actually funny. She didn't make a single comment
2: on this whole thing right. happening in the vineyard, I don't think it's- which is incredible. I mean, a, a gubernatorial candidate doesn't even make a single comment on it other than my office is working with... You know, my office is... Because she's the Attorney General. My office is working on this, basically, was, was her comment. So she's very cautious, obviously. She doesn't want to... She's she's
0: playing... I, I keep saying it. She's up two scores in the fourth quarter. Right. She's running the ball. Yep. So I don't think that... She will make a comment. But I don't. So, what I'm saying is, I don't think she's going to come out in favor of question four. I don't think Deal will have enough money to even talk about question four. Yeah. Um, today, I heard an ad for, on WBSM from the Republican Party. Yeah, minutes. I heard that. You one heard too. that, right? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know Surprised how much really are going to people. Go, I don't know how much money the no on four is even going to have. 508
2: 996 0500. Let's go back to the phones before we have to take a break. Good evening. You're live.
4: Good evening. Um, So last night I heard you saying something, Marcus, about, you know, basically the stunt that you believe DeSantis pulled. Yes. You know. and I mean, it was a
2: stunt. You don't think it was a legitimate, like.
4: like, No, I totally can, can agree that it was a stunt. Okay. But I would like to know what you think might have been a better thing for him to do. Because you, you, without like nobody, is doing anything to help the governor. I mean, the, these 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 migrants. First
2: of all, these migrants weren't even near him. They were in Texas, right? So he recruited them to come here. It's not like it's not like oh they were they were coming to Florida. They were coming to Florida, and so I send it to go to Massachusetts. He went. To, he, he sent people. He allocated twelve million dollars for this to send people to another state. To another state to recruit people with under false pretenses to fly them over here. So it's not like, what else could he do? He definitely didn't need to do that. Right. And if he really was, and if he was, and if, hold on. And if he was really serious about this being an issue and like, oh, go to Massachusetts where they can welcome you, then. Then why wouldn't he coordinate with us in the Commonwealth? Why wouldn't he coordinate with the state government to make that happen? Why would he just send them there? And I know he said, I know, I know his, and I know his his spokesperson said, well, this is what happens when cartels, uh, you know, drop people at the border, we don't get notice. Well, okay, fine. First of all, you're not a border state, so you don't know that you don't you don't actually have any experience with that at all. Second of all, second of all, now you're saying we're going to act like a drug the, the governor of a state is going to act like the head of a drug cartel. Doesn't make any sense.
4: Well, if, what I'm saying is, what? Okay, so he didn't maybe have to like gather up people from a different state. But what I'm saying is, who is coming to the rescue of the border states that are inundated? Because I, you, you were using words like morally depraved or he's just a bad person. Yes. But what I want to know is why you can't feel the same way when nantucket lapis vineyard whatever takes people and ships them out and they're like we can't deal with this well nobody else was prepared that got inundated either so why but you're rationalizing what they're doing saying oh no they're just sending them to where you know there's help well hello i don't think that there's as much of a problem with the islands snapping together a problem overnight a very small problem and handling it, there are some empty hotels over there. There are people who voted to these types of policies, who I can guarantee you, I know for a fact, have ninety percent of their home empty. Ninety percent.
3: It's true. Yeah.
4: A- hey, so I'm saying, why can't they? Why can't they? Um, get it together. A couple, why, why a couple, no couple of up? points.
2: Ron DeSantis will never send the plane to Nantucket because he goes there to fundraise. Uh, he did the, He did a $5,000 ahead fundraise, uh, fundraiser there like just a week before he pulled the stunt. I'll bet you he
4: sends
2: him there next. I do guarantee he won't he won't do that because he raised money there but a uh, second uh, uh, second second of all i understand that the federal government hasn't acted on this but the difference between what people did in the vineyard which was hey you're here now let's uh situate you for a day or two give you food you know they had they had food runs they had meal runs salvation army i uh, you know we, we heard from city council ryan Pereira that salvation army trucks were pulling up to woods hole to ferry stuff over for them and then mm-hmm. then set up uh set up camp for them at an Air Force base where there's actual beds, right, and rooms, and heating, and all of that, and 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 spaces to accommodate them, and a mess hall, uh, a mess hall, so people can eat there, right? Instead of uh, I mean, instead of really eating in a gym, right? Thing. That's a difference between that, and then uh, the, there's a difference no, between that, no, and then tricking no. them, Trick Kansas recruiting the somebody to is. trick them.
4: Nobody. Well, first of all, DeSantis isn't tricking them. Biden is, uh, and the administration who is not continuing to follow, remain in Mexico until somebody in this country has a plan to accommodate these people. So I really don't understand how the same people who love these policies have extra room. I know literally people in my life, in my house, in my family, not in my home, but in my immediate family, and people that love these policies but have four and five empty bedrooms. Not one of them. So to me, until people are literally taking money out of their own pockets and physically figuring out a way to accommodate these people, there's no way I believe that it's not virtue signaling unless your home and everybody else's home that likes these ideas are not physically making space and making it available they have no right to call other people evil because they're not going to burden their taxpayers in the system well well, you know i
2: I can call people i can call people evil for uh i I get your point about there's plenty of empty houses on the vineyard that that they could absolutely accommodate them and there's i mean that's a there's a broader point about excess of wealth and all of that. But um, you can absolutely, absolutely. call it, you can you can you can say that say that there should be more. Th- those people should be doing more while also saying it's evil to uh, recruit people under false pretenses and send them to a place well, that, that, that you're not going to send them to
4: is doing. And, and you're going to have to agree or you don't have to agree. But but then you're fooling yourself to say that that's not what the administration is doing. You don't say what come. And have no plan that's what's cruel to these people oh, i agree the federal government hasn't acted yeah, they haven't so acted on the this they, they haven't, the haven't acted on
2: this in 30 they haven't acted on this in at least 30 years right, and when really the last time they did out. act on it it was it actually it's, made the problem worse no i agree parties. with you i agree exactly. with you there hey thanks for the call thanks for the call i appreciate it hey listen if you're on the line stay on the line i gotta take this break uh and we'll be right back this is south coast night with chris and marcus and our surprise guest coming up night i'm marcus i'm chris where are you. Attorney Hugh Dunn. <laughs> Do I need a headphone? Oh yeah, you need a you need a headphone. You need
0: a headphone. Uh, you need a headphone. Uh, you need a you need a headphone jack. Yep. Jack. Um
2: well uh I'll work on getting the the headphone jack as well.
0: So, we um we have a city Ta-da. counselor here as well. Yeah, Ward 3 City Councilor
2: Hugh Dunn, you know. So, we've talked about uh, it's Law Guy Fridays here. We're bringing back Law Guy Fridays. Everybody, it's it's been in high demand. Law Guy Fridays. So like, when are you gonna bring back the Law Guy on Fridays? And here he is,
0: the policy man.
2: So uh, the no the miss, policy guy.
5: Mr. It's actually Mr. Policy. Mr. Policy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Your client got it wrong in, a, in their Sterling review. Uh, you can't. You can't hear it. No, I love the intro I get on this show.
0: <laughs> it's Like you get, you get. Um, <laughs> Can you hear it now? I I can hear it now, yeah. So we're used to you being here. You've been sitting here for 10 minutes, so maybe we should tell the audience a little more. So City Councilor Hugh Dunn is here with us. Board 3 City Councilor Hugh Dunn
5: has
2: descended upon us from God's country. New Bedford's favorite
5: Irish immigrant. New Bedford's favorite
2: Irish immigrant, Hugh Dunn. Documented, though.
5: Documented. (laughs) How are you doing with a queen dying
0: <laughs> <laughs> Diving right in, huh, right. fellas? So Hugh um, you, <laughs> yeah, you in the past have um uh, have made some calls sure. for um <laughs> for uh, I'm I'm out here. <laughs> That's, true. It's not That's a bad true. thing. I'm out <laughs> So <laughs> the, uh, the um, what, is that like a bad term? Oh. Not to me. I don't, no, I, don't I was like really
2: cuz I, I I got it from the departed.
5: Yeah.
0: And we were calling each other that.
5: Yeah.
2: Well, hope fine. you didn't pick
0: up any terms from the boys in the hood.
5: <laughs> oh
0: god. <laughs> so So um so yeah, we're a couple of harps. <laughs> what? Couple of harps. Couple of harps. 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 A harp. You know, the instrument a harp. I know I'm aware of the instrument. Well, they, that's the flag. They used to in the Civil War, right. the Irish fought under the the harp, the right. flag. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so Hugh, sure. How do you feel? About the uh, Ron DeSantis stunt, or the or and what it's early right now, but what about New Bedford? It's right across. Well, the, what do yeah. you think
2: the city's response should be? Because this is happening just off our shore. Right, right. you're an right. elected official here. You're going to have to make a policy policy decision on this,
5: or someone that right is, is. So the more the more I think about it, the, the sillier it seems. If I'm Ron DeSantis, and I don't want immigrants coming into into Florida. Um, the last thing I do is kind of advertise hey you can have a couple weeks in miami then we're gonna fly you out to martha's vineyard (laughs) right (laughs) for like a week or so where do i sign up and then you get to land in like the intellectual capital of america with the best higher ed the best resources everything so if i if i'm calling home i'm saying hey land in florida they'll fly you up here for free
0: yeah you don't even have to trek across kansas
5: no right actually
0: hugh that's a pretty good that's a pretty good point i hadn't thought of that yeah so uh i don't
5: think it end up just like you yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, land down here at UMass Dartmouth, get a, a brief stop in Attleboro, world class law degree at a uh, affordable price. Work but for uh, a congressman. Yeah, not a that's f-
2: my second point. So fall I back used to a city council seat. Yeah, yeah right. Well, you used to you used to work for. Uh, <laughs> you used to work for Congressman Keating. Yeah, and uh, so what's. Uh, What kind of like in a situation like this i don't know if you encountered that while you're working for him but how would congressman keating have responded to this i've talked to some people that that you know work with him but how would he
5: responded to this well i think he's responded very appropriately saying that uh that humans aren't cargo that that political uh points shouldn't be played with people's lives these are people's children's people's mothers people's sisters brothers fathers they're you know they're actual people and to just chuck them potential people's potential girlfriends right um and just to chuck them across the country like that with no real planning um to make some headlines is entirely inappropriate uh policy so i i think that uh I think that New Bedford actually has a role to play in this because it's it's essentially right on our, on our front doorstep. Right. And I could see a scenario where we uh, step up. You know, we have the moral high ground over Florida, 100 percent. And, you know, I see these kids. Why not put them in our schools? When we had a hurricane, what was it? Was it Maria or Irma? I can't remember. It that, that really traumatized Puerto Rico.
0: Right. I remember that you did it here on the show. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And we called on uh, the state to give us resources to yeah. allow them to uh, it, uh, to come into our school system and be part of our community. New Bedford's a community of immigrants. It's what's, what's, what makes this community so rich and vibrant. So
0: I think that, you know, what is it, 50 people? That, that's a thing. That, that, yeah. that's, that's the thing about this is this is nowhere near an insurmountable right. group of people. So, I mean, there's a very easy group. To what produce. you're saying is, and this is, I think, I'm going to put you on record
2: as an official policy proposal is at the very least, you we should be here in New Bedford or in the South Coast should be at least accepting
5: if there are any displaced children here. Let's look out for those kids 100%. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So Hugh, if, given the fact that we do have limited housing needs, limited housing resources, and there are a lot of needs, would it be, reasonable to say hey wait a second maybe the new bedford public school system can provide virtual classrooms for these kids mm-hmm. they don't have to move to new bedford but that while they're on the base the city of new bedford can provide them with english as a second language sure. things like that virtually right? right as if there's a pandemic going on right so you don't lose the, you don't have to argue over the housing piece because you don't have it um, but you could do the education piece virtually.
5: Right. And right now the state is flush with, uh, with federal money, uh, these surplus dollars. Let's call on the state. Give us some money and we'll help take care of these people.
2: So we're speaking with uh, Ward 3 City Councilor Hugh Dunn, also uh, of the law guys. Mm-hmm. Mr. Policy, they call you. What do they call you, Mr. Policy? Because I always get the policy.
5: <laughs> I call the insurance company and I say, I'm demanding the policy that means the
2: full amount the full amount The full amount that means what the po- what the insurance policy will max out at how is does
0: it, someone reach you if they if they do need a lawyer
5: one 800 Law Guys or our website is 1-800-LAWGUYS.com is that law guys is that with an s or a z <laughs> <laughs> did you go with a z it should be a z it should, it should be, be yeah. a z it should be yeah. a z so it, it's an s and uh you know i i had maybe the best experience of my legal career today I had a case. I, and I'm, I'm not going to get into the specifics, but I got a very large settlement for a woman who lives in public housing. She she was injured on the premises. They were negligent in in uh, not in, our public housing. No, 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 no different city. Um, they're they're negligent in snow removal. She had broken bones. It Was a really bad. Single mom. I call her and I tell her what settlement I got her, and she starts crying, and she says. All I've ever wanted to do was move out of public housing. I'm gonna take this money and I'm gonna buy a home. Fantastic. Wow. It is amazing. Right? It that made my day. No, that
0: is No, that is, that is a nice story. The, um, the, uh, that's what, you know, look, again, when people get hurt, there's very few things you can do about it, but money is one thing. Yep. And money does fix most problems. Yeah. 508-996-0500, we've
2: got a, uh, got a few calls on the line. Let's take them. Good evening, you're live.
1: Hey guys, I'd like to talk to the city councilor for one second. Please. <laughs> Excellent, here <laughs> he is, uh, Tom
5: Kennedy. Tom, how you doing? I was hoping Where's you'd talk? call in.
1: Yeah, I uh, I had a question that maybe you can get some clarification. I think it needs clarification for the public, and that has to do with the uh, the vote to accept the MBTA as a district. Uh, we've been told so far that uh, the the amount of money that we <laughs> give over to the southeastern Uh, regional uh, district folks is the poor. There's going to be a portion that's taken away from what we contribute to Serta. My question is we give money. uh, I think it's 1.2 million or whatever it is. Isn't that for everything, even for the Southeastern regional economic plan uh, folks? I mean, that money gets divided when it gets over there. So wouldn't the cost to the local, uh southeastern regional transit authority be exceptionally minimal uh out of that 1.2 million or how is that broken up over there and what it ultimately means uh for the local bus service because people uh that do take the bus are inquiring about it yeah and, uh, yep. and i and I, i'm thinking that that it's got to be so minimal it's going to be negligible uh in terms of their operation if, if i'm correct
5: so so my understanding is that these are entirely separate uh, funding mechanisms that that CERTA and all the regional transit authorities have their own uh, line item in the budget. And there's always um, advocacy to increase that because I think it's necessary. I don't see that coming out of the MBTA vote and. Uh, but I do think that the MBTA vote is critical. It's you know we we've been pining down here for South Coast Rail for decades, and now it's it's becoming a reality. And I can, I can see them working on the station right next to my apartment building. It's 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 actually like a really exciting thing for this area. I think it's going to you know the investment that we make is going to pay off in dividends as far as, as far as the job creation, as far as what it does to make our properties more valuable, as far as you know just just everything that it will do uh, allowing our residents to access employment in Boston and, and vice versa. So I think it's a no brainer. I mean, it's a cost, but like the, the benefit outweighs the cost by far. But my understanding is, is those are, those are separate funding.
0: And then the other, the other part of his question was he asked about SERPED. Yeah. I don't think CERP, it's not, they're not the same. No, Tom, those are separate line items. SERPED, yeah. which does the planning and economic development piece is not connected to certain it's, funding. It's it, worth, separate. It's worth noting. I talked to,
2: um, uh, the um, head of uh, transportation for Massachusetts, which is where Chris Dempsey, well, I guess he might be working for them again now, but uh, Chris Dempsey used to uh, be, the, be, be the executive <laughs> director. I like Chris. I, he's a good guy. But um, he uh, but the, basically what the head of transportation for Massachusetts said was he. Uh, even if you it's like new bedford were to shoot it down the legislature is just going to pass it anyway because they've spent they've put too much money into this to say oh, well they voted against it so
1: right. um yeah, so but-
2: you're, you're better off you're better off having united front welcoming this development so that you know when people look at this area they don't say oh my god what a bunch of ca- cantankerous people how could i ever how could i ever invest or develop here
1: I, I so, listen, yeah i listened I listen yeah. to that show and mr dempsey also said that uh the the line item that we uh give for certa is only gonna be a small percentage of that uh, number. So we, we should have a a number that we can talk about, whether it's like 100,000. So a, I'll a give you an year.
0: example, Tom. I, I did a little research on this, and again, I don't have the full formula. But I can tell you that in Freetown, they're paying $36,000 a year, okay? Right now, even though they don't have service yet, they're paying 36000 a year. Um, and obviously, the city of New Bedford's gonna have more stations and be bigger, have a larger population, so their contribution will be more than 36,000. Um, so, that, that's the best number I can give you right now. Um, the other thing is but,
1: that- But, but Chris, she yeah. was saying, uh, you know, if it's like one, just for the sake of numbers, this conversation if it's one million dollars that we're giving to uh and the percentage that mr dempsey was it paying, wasn't
2: chris dempsey by the way it was his it was his successor because chris dempsey was running for auditor
1: okay and, yeah. all right Well, that guy that he was very good on that show yes and he, he was basically saying it's going to be really negligible right it isn't like that the whole payment it's a percentage of the payment and I, i'm just trying to find out what that number is so and
0: so one of the things I noticed if you look at some of the spreadsheets of other towns, you look like what happens is so if your town contributes let's say a hundred thousand to CERTA and they got to contribute, let's say a million to, to the MBTA district, you would subtract the million dollars you're contributing to CERTA from the total amount of the new number, that, that's how they do it. So it doesn't cost you any more. CERTA still gets their money, but you don't pay as much to the MBTA.
1: Yeah, yeah it, I got
5: Okay, okay. I, I, you. I, I could see some planning dollars going to SERPED on it. I mean, SERPED gets a lot of their funding from the Federal Economic Development Administration. They probably get some state funding as well, but they, they're like a subcontractor, subcontractor for the EDA. Um, but I, I could right. see a scenario where we need their planning services. Oh, for sure. They're fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Hey,
2: Tom, thanks for the call. All right, up the Republican you know. oh. Thank you. Thanks, um, nice. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hello.
6: Guess, uh, you know, if you have uh, some communities that say, hey, we don't have the room, we don't have the funds to take, uh, you know, illegal immigrants, and you have some other communities that say, hey, everyone is welcome here. I just don't understand what the problem is for the – to send them to the ones that say, hey everyone's welcome yeah I agree with you yeah
5: 100 percent yeah
2: but the, the the way that it was done I think was was purposefully deceptive and you know then uh, there's an immigration attorney that's actually uh, even alleging that they that they're lie that they lied to uh, that they lied um, to them about so where Barack
6: they Barack and sending them to uh, Michigan and all these other places to kind of send them all over there where they have large communities and with the uh, Muslim communities and 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 uh, Michigan is is same thing, or I don't I don't understand the difference. W- what
2: about Michigan? I, I know they have large Muslim communities. I'm not sure what, what you mean, that. Yeah, they
6: sent a lot of them from the Muslim uh, immigrants over to there. Yeah, they're yes. sending they, them there. Yeah,
2: yeah, because there's large Muslim communities there.
0: Like they're yeah. sending like, Look in Wisconsin. I mean, uh, uh, Minnesota as well.
6: Small
0: in in the Biden administration has been landing planes in New York for months, for years now. Right, yeah. right. Westchester Airport. Right. But
1: I don't understand the difference.
0: I don't think there is a difference I think there's a
2: difference in like I said purposefully deceiving people you've got you've got some feedback going the on with your phone here. listen hey, sir you've got some feedback with your phone uh with with your phone I don't know if that's because you have the radio I'll on.
6: fix that so the, the difference is that that you don't want them here and your back yeah it's more like a NIMBY type deal
2: no that's actually not what I said at all no. Um, what I said was uh, no. I I, I there's nothing. they
6: in Texas and the red states. That's fine. When it comes to the blue states, that's a problem.
2: No, I mean I've been I've actually been I've actually been very supportive uh, throughout my you know the entire time I've been here of of immigration of a pathway to citizenship for people who are here undocumented and and specifically and specifically for the i've been speaking very very vehemently in favor of the law that gives undocumented immigrants driver's licenses here in the commonwealth so, there, is, there, 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 there has there has there has literally there has hold on hold on i'm talking you now you
0: camping by your pool there has right literally
2: there has literally been <laughs> there is literally been no point where i said don't send uh, immigrants here yeah that was me That was you that was chris i've never said that in fact all of the policies that i've talked about and i've supported while i've been here for four years have been in favor of even finding a pathway to 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 uh for undocumented immigrants here on top of that the very first show i did with chris chris asked me if i thought undocumented immigrants should vote and i said under certain circumstances like DACA, right, or something like that. I think people without a legal permanent residence here should be able to vote. And then I
0: was so.
6: hospitalized for almost two years. <laughs> <laughs> but keep on coming in. There's a new one.
0: Yeah, look, I think that I think that what Ron DeSantis did in many ways was reckless. But I understood his point, and I think he, he had to point. do it.
6: Oh yeah. Yep.
0: Right. You know, if if something happened hey, thank, on the tarmac, thanks for
2: the call, we're man. A Thanks for the yeah. call, I appreciate it. Hey, listen, I got to take this break. I see people on the line. If you're on the line, stay on the line. We'll be back. We'll be right back.
0: Fourteen twenty W.
2: Hey, uh, we're we're back. It's uh, Chris McCarthy, Marcus Farrow, and our special guest tonight, Hugh Dunn, the law we're, guy. The law guy, the Mr. ward policy, Mr. Policy, the Ward Three City Councilor in New Bedford, he made an announcement today. He's calling for yep. Yep. New Bedford to um, accept uh, families, particularly accept children let's uh, help into these kids the. Out. Yeah, let's help these kids out. Um, that five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred is how you get in the program. Good evening, you're live.
3: Yeah, good evening, uh, Chris and Marcus. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, you. I have a. Uh, I'm. First, let me tell you this. I've heard the number of 10,000 illegals that live in this city. And uh, just in your Ward 3, uh, Cogsall Street, North Front, Sawyer Street, Cushington Avenue, Ashley Boulevard, just to name a few, and all the other streets in between. And we're paying 22000 per student of illegals. Uh, w- would you welcome them in your home? illegals? Uh, you would you public. put them up in your home and feed them and all that? New Bedford is my pocket? home. I
5: welcome them all day.
3: Yeah? Yeah. How many do you have in your home now?
5: Oh, there's only space for me in my home, but.
3: <laughs> well, well, you and your dog. Yeah, that that dog yeah, is Yeah, well, quite you a know, handful. you want the taxpayer of New Bedford to pay high taxes and, and pay for these illegal uh, to be here. Who, who's uh, gonna, breaking who, the
5: law? Who, who, who's working all these jobs? Are, are you showing up and going out and scalping?
3: Uh, who's working the what jobs? The fish houses. Yeah, are you doing it? Uh, the the fish uh, power uh, the fish plants. And uh, what about the temp agencies? You know, with fake names and Social Security numbers from deceased Americans, are you looking into that? No. No. That sounds <laughs> no, like that that sounds, like, sounds like a job for you. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah look into it. Then, then what are you, what, what are you doing in, in the city? You're not protecting uh, us taxpayers.
5: I I think that it'll be a negligible actually, cost. From, actually,
0: from one to four a.m., he does patrol the streets. <laughs>
3: yeah, which which streets? Where? I, I think that Brock, Brock it, if Brock you take
0: Ave. if you take the kids
5: in, out of the 50 families how much is that going to cost the taxpayers I'm talking about helping these kids and also the state government has been very responsive when we've had these type of issues in the past yeah. the baker administration stepped up and provided funding so I don't really
2: see I don't think it's going to cost yeah the city taxpayers to do really the right anything thing. yeah to do the right what thing
3: What about the, what about these tenement homes where you got people uh, packed in sardines Ranking yeah, out so rooms, 50, uh, 10, 10, 15 people in, uh, per floor. Are there New Bedford inspectors going into those buildings?
5: I agree. that That is a big problem. We had the uh, Thanksgiving Day fire, uh, which displaced like so many people and yeah, families. Like that, 30 people. And I think that New Bedford has to do a better job as far as developing uh, new places to live. And actually, on my committee, the next agenda, we have the Housing Development uh, Incentive Program. Which applies right now to only the downtown and it, it allows developers to access up to two million in tax credits as well as uh, some tax exempt stuff to build new buildings and rehab buildings to to provide housing. So I think that's a valid point and that is on our agenda to expand that, that program citywide because everybody deserves a great place to live.
3: Yeah, we, need, we deserve for what we're paying in taxes. We deserve a lot better, cleaner city, less crime. I agree. And, uh, You know what? And I don't see it. I've lived here for a long, long time. And I'm telling you, this city's turning into a dump. And I'm telling you the truth.
2: All right. Thanks Thanks. for the call, sir. Appreciate it. We've got to uh, take a break and we'll be right back. Here's what's happening this week on tonight. I'm Marcus. I'm Chris. I'm the policy guy. The policy guy, Hugh Dunn, Ward 3 City Council descending upon us from God's country. We've got about 20 seconds until the satellite kicks in. But in the next hour, we're going to be here. We're going to be taking your calls. Might
0: have a little fun. I think so. I it's think Friday. So. Yeah. Let's have let's have some fun. Five oh eight nine nine six. We have fun here, don't we, folks? Friday don't nights are have? always fun here, Mark.
2: All right, so
3: uh that's it. I'll see you guys at nine.